Welcome to the Make Money with Alignment podcast with your host, Kara Gazi. This is the ultimate destination for women who are ready to own their financial security and create a profitable life coaching business. If you're an accomplished career woman looking to transition into becoming a life coach, or if you're a life coach ready to start making significant money with more fulfillment and impact, you're in the right place. So settle in. She's not going to keep you long and prepare to get your mind blown. All right, Cara, take it away. Hello, hello, coaches, and welcome to episode 10 of the Make Money with Alignment podcast. I just finished a 30 minute run on the treadmill and it felt so good. So good. In December of last year, I decided to add treadmill running to my workout routine. And at the time, I really wasn't running at all, like at all. (laughs) So I started very slowly and actually I found a running channel on YouTube called IBX Running. Um, And it has been incredible just for support and guidance. I love it. So shout out to Coach Rachel. And in December... Um, Maybe it was in January. In January, I decided to set a goal to run three miles at six miles per hour on the treadmill. And when I started running or set this goal, I was running about maybe four miles per hour. I think it was like 4.7 miles per hour. And it was so challenging mentally. And it pushed me outside of my comfort zone physically. And each month since then, since I set that goal, I've increased my pace by 0.1 miles per hour. And I got up to a distance of running three miles at one time. And it was going really well until I injured my right knee in August. And I found out that the problem was the pair of running shoes that I purchased in July. So I got fitted for new running shoes in September And I have ran a whole month or I've run (laughs) a whole month without any knee pain. And I'm just so excited because I'm on target to run a full three miles at 5.9 miles per hour in November and then hit my targeted three miles at six miles per hour in December. So I'll keep you all posted on that. Like this is my math CPA brain going to work. And it's very important inside of my mind. So I'm just super excited today. Okay, but we're going to talk about coaching demand because I've seen many coaches not choose a particular niche that they're really excited about and feel called to pursue and actually have the expertise to pursue because they believe there are many successful coaches already in that niche. They look around at coaches who have 20,000 followers or 100,000 followers or coaches making multiple six figures or even in the millions and tell themselves, there's no space for me. And they're usually assuming that all of the people want to be coached by these big name coaches. And I like to open up space to question this assumption. Consider the profession that I had prior to becoming a coach. I was a CPA. I practiced as a CPA for 15 years. And as of September of this year, 2023, there were 672,000 CPAs in the United States. The market is not saturated. (laughs) 
I could go get a multiple six figure job as a CPA, like within the next month or two, or I could start my own accounting firm and begin signing clients as a CPA. So as of December 2022, based on employment data submitted via tax returns in 2022, there are roughly 23,000 life coaches in the United States. That's about the population of the city that I live here, Decatur, Georgia, that's outside of Atlanta, Georgia. So as humans, we think and we believe that our experience and what we're thinking is representative of the world's experience. But often it really isn't because we live in these mental bubbles <laughs> that other people have no clue about. Like my husband, for example, who's an architect, he doesn't know what's happening inside of the life coaching communities or like quote unquote bubbles that I'm in. And I don't know what's happening inside of his architecture bubble that he's in. So this really means that people who you'd attract to your coaching business may not know these other coaches that you <laughs> believe are dominating the market, or they may know they exist and not like their perspective or energy or something about them. So if you're holding yourself back from selecting a niche or creating an offering just because another coach is already doing something similar, I want you to evaluate if that's a good reason not to shoot your shot, so to speak. For me, it's not. Because as I mentioned, the coaching market isn't saturated. There's more demand for coaching than there is supply of coaches to offer it. But also, I know what attracts me to a coach or mentor. I value a coach's lived experience, that she understands my struggle and has guided herself and or others through some of the struggles that I face. I value her energy, that she has a mission that she's passionate about, and that it aligns with what I believe and what I want to be a part of. I value her perspective, that she's introducing me to a new mindset or skill set that will help me make shifts that I need to make in order to have a different experience and different outcomes. I don't value audience size or follower count more than I value these other things. So yes, having a larger audience gives a coach maybe credibility that they are resonating with a group of people. It doesn't automatically mean that that coach resonates with you or with me or with someone else. There are several coaches with very large audiences and coaching communities that I'm in. I respect them, but I haven't hired them because, or at least some of them, because I'm not attracted to their energy or to their perspective. So if you're questioning if you should pursue a niche based on maybe there not being enough demand for your services, I want you to consider these three things to help you make an aligned decision regarding your niche. First, Evaluate the current supply. How many people in your prior profession have the same job as you? Do you know that? <laughs> you can Google it like I did. They may have different positions, be in different companies, industries. They may have different specialties, but they are maybe CPAs or physicians or whatever, attorneys, whatever your profession is. There are so many opportunities to differentiate yourself within a profession. 
And my bet is that there are a lot more people in your prior profession or maybe even your current profession than there are life coaches right now. The second thing I want you to consider is to stop comparing yourself to other coaches. If I were to step into the business of any other coach right now, I'm pretty sure that I'd want to give that business back to them pretty quickly (laughs) because I purposefully created the business that I want. And I like to remind myself of that, that I don't want any other coaches business or clients or, you know, business models. I want what I have created for myself based on my desires, my vision, my mission for my business. The third thing, decide what you want to think about other coaches who are succeeding in your niche. I have so much respect and appreciation for the coaches that have come before me. They have educated the market about what coaching is and why it's an excellent solution. And since potential clients know that coaching is a great solution, they're so much closer to making a decision about hiring a coach. And they really just need to understand if I'm the right coach for them. So once you've done these three things, I want you to ask yourself, if I knew I'd have my ideal business, regardless of how many other coaches have my niche, what niche would I choose? then allow that niche to be a viable option for you. Because when you believe that there's a demand for your coaching based on your unique value proposition, you will shoot your shot. And when I say value proposition, I'm referring to your unique lived experience, gifts, passion, personality, mission that cannot be duplicated by another coach. It attracts your aligned clients to you and to your business. And then you'll expand your confidence and your ability to create a successful six-figure coaching business. So to recap, I want you to evaluate the current market supply, stop comparing yourself to other coaches, and then decide what you want to think about other coaches who are succeeding in your desired niche. Then allow yourself to choose a niche you most desire based on your unique vision and mission that you have for your business. All right, coaches, that's what I have for you today. I'll speak to you next week. Bye.